Welcome to the Warriors of Education podcast, bringing you heartwarming and real conversations with teachers on the front line of education from across the country. I am Karen Sarah Watson, and I am a teacher. This podcast is for those who want to better understand the experiences of today's teachers. Come join us. Welcome to the Warriors of Education podcast. Today, I am so excited to have Meredith Newland. She's a teacher and author of Captured Fireflies, Truths, Mistakes, and Other Gifts of Being an English Teacher. And she is also the creator of the Trans- Transform Teacher podcast. So Meredith, thank you for coming on my podcast. I'm really honored to have you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and I'm honored as well. Thank you. So tell me, just tell me about yourself, like what you teach, how long you've been teaching and and we'll talk a little bit about your book and your podcast too. Awesome. Um, yeah, this is my 16th year teaching and I've been an English teacher for the past uh, 14 or 15 years and I'm currently teaching English language development. So that's formally known as like English as a second language. And I just um, wrote my book about three years ago and that's how I sort of got into all of this. and teaching and helping teachers reignite their passion for teaching is uh, just something that has become just something that makes that lights me up and I, I, I love connecting with people like you and helping teachers and um, so tell me how did you how did you get into this like what made you decide that this is something I want to do in addition to all that we have to do as teachers yeah right right um, I think it was well Tomorrow is actually my my birthday. I'm going to be 43. And um, happy birthday! <laughs> thank you. And this time three years ago, I wanted to get my book published before I turned 40. It was just sort of a bucket list thing. And um, I realized after I self published my book that it wasn't going to promote itself. <laughs> and so I started getting on Instagram and I started um, following all of these hashtags and, and people on Instagram who were in the um, teacher self-care space. And I just started getting connected with all these women who seem to be like kindred spirits. And um, we just uh, started collaborating and I just started going to conferences like the teacher self-care conference and then eventually presenting at some of these conferences and um, meeting other teachers and uh, women who are just so revolutionary in what they're doing and and really you don't really think about teacher well-being very much and with what you're doing with you know warriors of education i i love what you're doing and and i think it's just so important because we work so hard and we um we're giving so much and and to remember to fill our own cup up is what we're told to do but exactly how to do that is a little bit harder to find sometimes so um, connecting and collaborating with other people who have made this their passion has been just really rewarding. So, yeah. So tell me a little bit about like what you, um, your, your process with working with teachers. I'd love to hear how you do that because right now, and I would love to hear about how you're dealing with the pandemic, because Mm -hmm. if there's any time that teachers feel disenfranchised right now it's during covid when we when we are just numbers and so many teachers are being forced to work so tell me about that yeah totally um so right now i have um a facebook community uh, a group private facebook group and 
it has grown over the past couple of years. And one thing that I've realized is that this past year, like I know that there have been so many words to describe this past year. And it seems like everybody uses the term uncertain a lot. <laughs> and, yeah. um, and I think that it is that it's strange, it's uncertain, it's stressful and everything. But I also feel like what has come to my mind is turbulent. And um, so I've sort of really been thinking about how we can teach with less turbulence and teaching remotely or teaching with the hybrid model or synchronously and asynchronously, like these terms, we did not know what they were before 2020. And, and now it's like, they're just part of our life. And I think that diving into some ways that we can teach with less turbulence is really important. So I'm gonna be, I'm actually gonna be offering starting next week, some um, free workshops for teachers that will be held over Zoom. And we're just gonna be having sort of like, um, you know, like an hour long time to come together. And I'm gonna be sharing some strategies and answering questions and helping teachers with whatever they need. And whether it's um, sort of like, I feel like it's at the surface is, is what, we deal with when it comes to our classroom and classroom management and building relationships with students and colleagues. And then I think underneath all of that is like our own well being, our own emotional well being as women. And we wear a lot of hats. You know, you might be a partner or a mom or a sister or a daughter or whatever else. And, and we forget that we are humans before we're teachers. <laughs> and, and so I just really want to address that. And so um, that's kind of what I'm offering for teachers right now. Um, it's just a space to come together for hope and encouragement and fun and a um, little bit of venting, but also like really looking at some solutions to whatever we're dealing with. Um, and uh, I'm really excited about that. It's gonna start next week. So it's, that's it's amazing. And we'll definitely post about it. So, um, cause we'll release it on Monday. So I'll definitely let um, teachers know. So can you um, share with me some of the strategies for someone, like someone comes to you and says, you know what, Meredith, I am done. Like I can't take another day in this classroom. I absolutely love teaching, but yeah. I feel like I, I don't count. I feel like it, I'm, I have to test these kids, like how, you know, my heart is going out to the kids right now, but I can't yeah. help them because that they're all the pressures that are coming on. So what kind of strategies yeah. do you work with? Yeah. Um, well, some of the women who I've been working with over the past couple of years, um, those are the women that I really feel call, well, I mean, I feel, you know, everybody says teaching is a calling and <laughs> I don't wanna throw around the word called, but I feel like my soul, <laughs> I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but I really relate to how they feel because I used to feel that way too. And um, when they come or they find me and, and some of them take like my online course or they, um, listen to the podcast or whatever. One of the things that I continually hone in on is it's about who you are and not just what you do. And when you take care of yourself and it goes beyond like getting a manicure and a facial and all of that, but when you really tap into your self-confidence and, and your worth and the essence of who you are, that kind of transmits to your students and it, you don't have to be the most 
adept at technology. You don't have to be, um, you, you want to care about your, your performance and the, the student's achievement. And of course, I mean, that's why, why we're here. But I also feel that there's something to be said for like that invisible factor that um, of, of, your, of your confidence and your joy that radiates from you when you're feeling that way. And I've seen this with my own students and I've actually asked them and I've interviewed them on my podcast. And they say that when a teacher is feeling at peace and comfortable in her own skin and uh, feeling joyful and feeling happy, it makes me more open to learning. And when a teacher is feeling burned out, they haven't gotten enough sleep, they're angry, they're gripey, they're, they're grouchy. I, I just shut down. That's what my students say. And so I feel like my mission is to help teachers get a handle on how to set themselves up for success in the classroom and with their students and with colleagues and administrators, but then to go deeper into, I, I sort of have a, a, in my, one of my courses free to teach, <laughs> we walk through how to go um, to that place where you're feeling burned out and how to get some balance. And I know that balance is like a term that gets thrown around a lot and some people think it's elusive and we can't really achieve it, but some sort of balance, I think we actually can, like how we um, manage our energy and how we set boundaries and how we communicate effectively. Those are sort of the things that we kind of talk through. And as a result, they're able to have their desire and love for teaching come back or, or they, they get the spark reignited and it's really the work that they do um, and the, the willingness to invest in themselves and to put themselves first just for a little bit. It doesn't have to be all the time, but when, they, when they're so used to putting everybody else at the top of the list and they take a few, a few moments each day to, to put themselves at the, near the top at least, they see this transformation happen which is why I call it the transforms teacher, <laughs> because when you, um, when you do that and you, it, it, it can be, it can go against everything that we're culturally conditioned to believe that, you know, right. you're not a good teacher unless you're working overtime, unless you're going the extra mile, unless you're giving and giving and giving until it hurts. And right. just kind of like shifting that and, and reframing it and daring to question it without like having to give up our integrity as teachers or give up our work ethic or, you know, we don't have to be slackers <laughs> to practice self-care, but um, I think just shifting the, the, the priority that it takes in our lives makes such a huge difference. And, and you think that it would be the opposite. You would think that if you're working less and giving less that you wouldn't be as effective, but you actually are so much more effective in the classroom when you, when you kind of repri reprioritize, so. Right, yeah. right. I mean, um what it what has helped me um the most this year which is so different is I took up meditation I took a meditation course for one of the people on my podcast I always meet people on my podcast and I end up doing all these other things but it's so cool. that's why I love doing this podcast but um I took a meditation course um for for teachers to want to bring it to their classrooms but I took it to help me and I know that meditation has been like transformative for me because I'm dealing with stress in such a different way. And it's yeah. like, I, I have to do that. So I love that idea of self-care. I think that is so important. Let me yeah. ask you a question. Like what, you know, I, I, 
in my own personal story, I, I was in a very abusive situation with administration where they were just writing me all the time. They were writing me up, giving me like terrible like uh, observations and telling me I'm not a good teacher. Mm. And, you know, and everyone was like, you have to get out of this. You have to get out of this. Yeah. What, what would you say to that? How do you, how can someone maintain their own dignity when you're just, rem- you're being told that you're not good enough? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this has actually happened with some of the women who have been in my programs um, where they were feeling like um, they were being questioned. And first of all, I'm really sorry that you had to go through that because I've gotten to know you just a little bit in the past couple of weeks via social media. And I can tell that you're obviously a rock star. And so um, that can be, that can be threatening, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I mean, but I, I've noticed that with some of the teachers that I've helped is that they are a rock star as well. And um, they're being made to feel that uh, there's something wrong with them or this little thing was out of place or whatever. And, and you need, and that kind of micromanaging is just, that's what kills our passion for this job. And so um, one of the ladies who was in one of my programs last spring, she was in that kind of situation where her supervisor was putting all of this stuff on her. She was a teacher as well as an instructional coach. And so she was um, really feeling this weight on her. And so we kind of walked through some ways that she can communicate effectively and get what she needs and wants and get, get some things off her plate and set some boundaries. And she, she, she kind of took that and, and ran with it and, (laughs) We talked about it one week and then the next week she came to me and she said, this is what I did. This is the email I sent and this is what's happening. And and, um, she actually ended up leaving that position. So sometimes I think it is a matter of of getting out of a toxic situation. Um, And sometimes it's just a matter of showing your backbone a little bit, like in a, in a really kind way, but also in a polite, um, effective way. And I think it's different depending on everyone's situation, but there's a book out there that I can recommend for you called Fewer Things Better by Angela Watson. And she kind of describes the relationship that teachers have with the public education system as kind of an abusive relationship. And uh, we are just made to feel that, you know, you just need to give more. It's always your fault. It's always what you did wrong. If, if a student is not achieving, it's we're gonna put the blame back on you. And, and of course it's not like that in every school, but um, I think that just questioning that and sometimes just getting out of that relationship or standing up or, um, I know that a lot of teachers are leaving the profession when some of them really feel like teaching is what they were born to do. But what I try to help them understand is that you don't have to leave teaching. You can, you can still become liberated to express yourself and to be your true self without feeling like you're in this fishbowl where you're being examined all the time and criticized. And um, I think that one of the biggest things is just finding out how to communicate in a way that somebody's really going to understand that you're not messing around. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take this. You're not going to treat me like this. And yeah, you um, can't walk all over me kind of thing. Yeah. 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 That's so interesting. Um, well, how did, I mean, how did you get to writing a book? So 
Where were you in your life that you were like, I need to make a change? What happened with you? Yeah. Um, so I started writing the book actually the second year of my teaching. Uh, I really wanted to write down everything that I learned the hard way. <laughs> and I was thinking, I need to just tell this to a new teacher. Like, don't do this. <laughs> these are the mistakes I made. And these are the things I learned. And um, so I put the book kind of away because I had kids and life got busy. And um, there was just this point after when I, you know, the summer before I turned 40, it was after that school year. And I just felt like I had my, my three-year-old daughter and my, um, my son who was a baby. And I just felt like, God, this year was just really tough. And I just felt like I wasn't the best teacher and my passion was just really starting to fade. And I was like, maybe I just don't have what it takes anymore. Like you can't be a good teacher and a good mom. And, um, I just was really questioning it. I was thinking about leaving. I was looking, um, I was talking with friends who had left teaching and they were like, here's my resume. Um, and you can take a look at it. These are all the things you can do. You can leave teaching. You don't have to stay in it. And I found that book that I've been working on and I was like, Oh, wait a minute. I, I might have something to say here. And as I started reading it, I was like, I need these reminders right now. Here I am, you know, veteran teacher, I guess, like in my 13, whatever, how many years. And, and I started thinking, I, I need to get this out there because I know I can't be the only teacher who's feeling like this. Like when you have a tough year and you think it's the end. Um, and then it was funny because I was, as I was writing, I know you're an artist and you're in, you're in um, theater and everything. And when you're performing or when you're, when you're in your art, it just, it, it fuels you. And when I was writing, um, I just felt like so lit up. I, I just, in the process of finishing up that book before I turned 40 and writing it, it just, it was just a magical time. I feel like tapping into our creative passion is just such a great way to put everything into perspective and to realize that we have a life outside of teaching. Like um, you don't have to go out there and publish a book, but whether it's painting or gardening or whatever else makes you come alive, when you make time for that, you're so much better for everybody else. So I think that right. that's a form of self-care as well. But. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think that for me, um, you know, either writing a show or, you know, doing this podcast and, um, you know, taking an acting class. It's like, I try to get myself into activities that are outside of school. So school doesn't become the center of my universe. And I see so many teachers where that is their universe, not to say that it's not important and not to say there's nothing wrong if that is your universe. Yes. But for me personally, having these activities outside made me feel whole especially mm -hmm. when I wasn't feeling whole in school. And yeah. it's funny because I'm, I'm this year I'm doing so much better because I'm, I, I'm actually teaching what I meant to teach. Like I, I was forced to teach science oh. when that very abusive year. And so I was not even teaching what I knew. I didn't even know how to teach it. Yeah. And I was like being written, you know, and this year I'm back teaching theater and I love it. And I'm, I, the classes are small. Like I'm, I'm kind of thriving in this COVID situation. Not yeah. to say like COVID is good. It's not. Mm, right. But because we have um, small class sizes, because I'm teaching my passion, yeah. like I'm having a really good time doing it. And it's, and, 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 and along with the meditation and learning how to communicate, I think these are all really important things to, to do. It's like that, that teachers do need to understand that there, they, there is a life outside of that classroom and that, you don't have, and I agree, like you don't have to work 24 and seven and stay up late burning the candle late at night when, yeah. you know, it's, totally. it's the self-care. I think that, I think it's amazing what you do. I think it's amazing. I think teachers need 
to be reminded, I think that um, from all the times, I'm, all the talks that I'm doing with teachers, I talk to a lot of activists mm -hmm. who take their, um, take everything and they, and they put it towards their passion, which is activism. I've talked to a lot of activists like that. And so they're channeling that into that. And it's, it's also making them a better teacher because of that. Yeah. But I do see, but I, I, I've, I've interviewed teachers who have, have left. They were just like, mm -hmm. I can't, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. What, um, what about um, the, what about the fear from COVID? Like, what about, um, have you talked to teachers who are just really scared for their lives about going back to school and they're being forced back in? Have you dealt with that at all? Yeah, we, at the beginning of the school year, back in August, I think when, when Betsy DeVos gave that mandate that every child will be back in school, it was really terrifying. And a lot of the teachers in my community were saying, I am so stressed out right now because I'm dealing with a lot of anxiety. And one of the women who went through my programs last spring, we actually boxed her still a lot and she was just in tears. I mean, she was just like, I'm, I'm totally um, scared for my husband. He's, you know, he's an at-risk person and I, I don't want to be in this situation. And teaching is completely her passion and she's really gifted as a teacher and, and she wants to be the best that she can be. But she, she was just feeling like those pressures that, you know, you need to, you need to put everything aside and show up because it's about the kids. But then I also see from the perspective as a parent, when I have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old, they're back in the physical classroom, of course, wearing masks and everything. And I see their teachers just working so hard and just being so incredible. And I'm, it, it makes me livid that they're not getting paid more. And your friends who are activists, I'm so grateful for that because um, that's what it's going to take. And I, and I think leaving teaching is a form of activism because it's, it's it going to take that um, in order for people to wake up that we're having these talented, amazing people who just can't do it. I mean, and that's why I just, my hats, I, I just love teachers, the teachers that I work with and my kids' teachers and all the teachers that we meet in social media and at conferences and things. It's just, they're, they're just the best people. And um, the best. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel about that. This is why I did the, I mean, I did the podcast out of my own frustrations with like wanting to quit and then COVID happened and we were all at, all at home and mm -hmm. teachers were like, we don't know what our, what's going to happen to our lives. And I, I, yeah. I just felt like I needed to give teachers a voice and yeah. let them tell their stories. And I think, yeah. you know, I wish, I wish more people were interested in what teachers have to say, because I think teachers are kind of the center of everything um, right. because we're, we're raising the future of our a world, you know? Um, so um, I feel the same way. I feel so passionate about giving voices to, to, to teachers and helping them in that way to, for other people to hear that and bringing on people like you who are out there helping teachers. I don't think there's been anybody on my podcast who hasn't been a gift in some way um, to other people, you know? So um I love the, I love the work that you're doing. And, um, and so I do want to, um, I want to share, I'm gonna, I mean, I would love to, if there, is there anything you want to share right now that people can find you and how they can be a part of this? I think a lot of people, teachers are, are reaching and looking for inspiration and help right now. What can they do? 
Um, if they go to my website, everything is there. Um, they can find me at thetransformedteacher.com. And I'm also on Instagram. I'm pretty active on Instagram. That's where I do a lot of the um, behind the scenes goofiness. Like, <laughs> um, so um, that's, that's where they can find my, if they go to thetransformedteacher.com, they can find the link to join the free um, private Facebook group, which is where there's more information about the, the workshop that I'm going to be hosting, the Teach with Less Turbulence workshop. So when is um, that? That's going to be Tuesdays and Thursdays at noon Eastern Standard Time. Um, and it's just going to be a time to come together and uh, get some support and encouragement. And if there's anything that anybody wants to share that they need some guidance with, then it'll be an opportunity to do that. But just, just mainly a time to just, you know, feel better, <laughs> like, uh, right. just feel like you're, you're rejuvenated a little bit. So, and um, you're, and you're teaching currently right now too. Yeah, I'm teaching remotely and, um, I have my planning period and I'm just going to rearrange my planning period and wake up an hour earlier and, and then, and then use that time to help teachers. So, um, I think when you were talking earlier about teaching is your whole universe, I, I can't even tell you how, how much that resonates with me because I, I used to think that if I can just plan, 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 and I would spend evenings and weekends and breaks like, oh yes, I get to use this time to, to plan. And if I can just control everything, I, I don't think every teacher out there needs to control everything or wants to control everything, but I feel like, when I tap into this world um, and it becomes also my universe, I'm able to show up so much better in the classroom and so much more focused and energized and positive than, than I did when I was staying up really late and answering the emails and planning the lessons and doing all those things because I totally get that. Like making, it's very easy to make teaching your whole universe because it never ends, but this has kind of forced me to put an end to it and to, to draw boundaries around it. So boundaries um, are, that's a perfect word yeah. that I think all teachers need to have are boundaries that we can, we can create boundaries and, and, and we can safely do that. And I think that, yeah. I think it's great. And I hope that, um, I really hope that people reach out to you because I'm just, I mean, I'm getting so much just talking to you in our, in, right now in our conversation and I'm going to come do your podcast too which I'm really excited about <laughs> that's going to be so awesome yay so um thank you so much Meredith um for coming on the Warriors of Education podcast I will um when I put out the podcast I'm going to put all the links to you so that if teachers want to reach out to you if they didn't have a chance to write that down and they don't have to rewind this um they'll have those links and I hope this will get you some more teachers, because if you're out there, teachers, like this is, you know, and you need that inspiration and you need some help right now. And you're kind of losing your faith. Like Meredith is the person to go to. So I'm, I'm so very much. excited. Thank so you. thank you for being on the podcast and I look forward to being on yours. Yes. I can't <laughs> wait. It's going to be awesome. Thank you so much. Awesome. All right, cool. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Warriors of Education podcast. Today is our final podcast of season one. We will be back in January for an exciting season two. Once again, we want to thank all of the incredible teachers and educators out there who have come on the podcast and shared their stories, and we look forward to sharing more. Warriors of Education is edited by Alyssa Renzi and produced by me, Karen Sarah Watson. Have a wonderful holiday season.